Hey guys, welcome back to Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm also Jake. And so, welcome back to another episode of the Swish Podcast. What's going on, Jake? Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, but enough about us. Today we have a very special guest on the show with us. We have Blue Jays um, pitcher Anthony Bass. Thank you for joining us, Anthony. What's up? Both you, Jakes. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk baseball and get this season underway. Great. So... Before we get into like questions about your career and stuff, this is a probably the biggest question: Are you excited to play your first few, first games of the season soon? Yes, we've been uh, anxiously awaiting tomorrow's first game here in Tampa. Uh, we've been getting ready for the past few weeks in Toronto, and uh, everyone's pretty eager to um, get the season going. Yeah. So, how's just like the quarantine been? It hasn't been the easiest. Um, our situation is a little bit different. Being in Toronto, we were we were stuck in a bubble for um, three weeks. Uh, we couldn't have our families with us because the borders are closed. So our situation was different and it was challenging. But we're happy to be back in the states and, uh, like I said, get the season going. So you said you were playing in Tampa because your stadium for in Toronto isn't like fully like ready, right? So you're going, are you going to be playing season in, in Tampa? Yeah, so we open up in Tampa uh, against the Rays here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, oh. and then um, we go to DC after that, and then we don't know where our home games are going to be played yet. We're still trying to figure that out. Is it, I've heard rumors about like Camden Yards. Are those? Those true, or is that just like an idea? Um, from what I've heard, it's a, it's a possibility. Uh, we would like to play in a major league stadium, so uh, a major league stadium like Camden Yards would be perfect setup for us. Yeah. So let's just move on to the um, your career question. Shake, you can with the first one. So our first one is when you were when you were younger, what was your, like your favorite MLB team and players to look up to and to root for? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm from Michigan in the Detroit area, area originally, so I grew up a Detroit Tigers fan, and I was a big fan. I don't know if you all know who this is, but um, Cecil Fielder, big uh, power-hitting hitter, designated hitter, first baseman. Uh, his son, Prince, played in the major leagues for a long time. Um, he was probably my favorite player growing up, uh, being from Detroit. Yeah, I definitely know who Cecil is. I was watching like this longest home runs of all time, and he hit like a five hundred foot bomb. Like I could tell oh, he had a great swing. He hit it out of Old Tiger Stadium. <laughs> so, like, what just kind of got you into baseball? Was it like a family thing, or did you just see some of your friends playing it? Like, what got you into it? Yeah, I still remember. I was right around five years old. And I remember um, walking out into the kitchen, and we had a television in our kitchen, and uh, the Detroit Tigers were playing. And for whatever reason, I walked out that day, and I stopped. And I just watched the game, probably for about 10, 15 minutes. And I was so uh, amused and um, focused and infatuated with baseball. I don't know what came of me. It just, like, drew me in. So that um, my dad was working in the backyard, so I ended up walking out in the backyard, and asking my dad if he'd play catch with me. So he went to the uh, the shed we have, found a, a tennis ball, and started playing catch with me. And, and that was how it all started, was really um, seeing it on the television in my kitchen. 
Yeah, so out of all the players we got, everyone's got different. Everyone's had almost like the same response to saying like they got into just like a T ball in the same group watching. Like your story sort of different because you just like walked and you saw the email and you just got amused by just watching him and you just got into it sort of. So mm-hmm. fast forward probably a bunch of years. So you play high school baseball in Trenton, Michigan, and then you decide to attend Wayne State University, also in Michigan. So what side do you stay in Michigan for college? So, out of high school, I only had um, two college baseball scholarship offers, uh, one being Wayne State, which is where I, I went, and the other one was Eastern Michigan, um, which is a Division I program in the Mid-American Conference. Um, so, that pretty much kept me in Michigan. I didn't have many options outside of those two, and uh, I'm pretty, pretty happy with the decision of attending Wayne State. So, at Wayne State in 2008, you were named the Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athlete Conference Player of the Year. So, what was it like winning a prestigious college award like that? Oh, it was great. You know, all that, all that hard work that you put into your craft and becoming the player that you envision yourself to be and to uh, be rewarded with uh, an award such as that, um, you know, Pitcher of the Year. Um, that was a goal of mine going into my, my last year at Wayne State was I, I really wanted to win that award, and I did everything in my control to do that, and uh, it all, it all uh, turned out in my favor. So in 2008, you were drafted in the, in the fifth round, but, but being the highest player ever being drafted at Wayne State University. So what was it like going through the whole draft process, getting drafted, and just being like a top pitcher ever from Wayne State, getting dra- like, like not – just getting drafted like the earliest of any Wayne State pitcher. Yeah, it was a fun experience, you know. Uh, after my second year, um, I think I started getting more and more attention from professional scouts, and it really hit me that I had a chance to play uh, professional baseball. So, um, as the season progressed, my last year there, more and more scouts would come out to my games to watch me pitch, and eventually. Um, kind of finding out that there's a good chance I was going to get taken in the top 10 rounds of the uh, 2008 draft. So I was, I was just pumped. Um, just being a kid from a small town in Michigan, not known for baseball, to having the opportunity to play at the next level, I was pumped. And then um, the draft day came around, and um, my, it, my, my advisor at the time said that there were a few teams interested in me actually in the top five rounds, uh, which surprised me. So um, when the Padres took me in the fifth, um, I, I, I was I was ecstatic. I had my family over, my parents' house. Um, everyone was so happy, um, excited. I had my, my college coach there, my college pitching coach. Um, it was just a really exciting time and uh, one I'll never forget. So before we move on to the next question, I want to ask you, like, did you kind of play at some, like, showcases? Like, what kind of communication did you have with the scouts? Yeah, so I'll, I'll talk about showcases um, growing up as a kid. Um, I think it's super important if, if you are passionate about baseball to uh, go, on, go and play in, like, a travel team. That's what I, I did when I was a kid. I wanted to be seen by more than just people from where I'm from. I wanted to be seen by different scouts, coaches from all over the country. Uh, so I, I made that a priority of mine. And also, you you get to face better competition when you go and play travel baseball. Um, so I highly encourage kids that love the game 
to venture out to travel travel baseball and get exposed to better talent and of course have fun with the game. So um in June of 2011 you were called to the Padres. So just what was it like finally getting that call you were going to play on the Padres roster? Oh man, I still remember I was in uh, the minor leagues I was in Double A in San Antonio, Texas and um the manager called me into the office and said, hey, you're not pitching today. You're not a good matchup against the team that we're playing. And I was like, what? This is this is weird. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we just don't like this matchup site, so we're going we're gonna to push you back. And I was like, looking at him, like, really confused. And all of a sudden, he just smiled. He goes, you're actually making a start tomorrow night in course field against the Rockies. And then my... I just had the goosebumps, even just right now, thinking about it. Um, just hearing that all the, all that work and all the time I put into baseball, now I get a chance to showcase it at the highest level. I was I was really excited. Um, that night, I couldn't sleep. I had so much anxiety. I couldn't eat anything. I was just pounding water because I knew I was playing in Denver, which is high elevation you get dehydrated a lot faster so i was just trying to fuel up and, and keep drinking water um tried to force some, some food down even though i wasn't hungry and then uh sure enough that night first batter of the game pays carlos gonzalez who was having an mvp season and got him to uh bounce bounce a chopper back to me and threw him out and then after that it just happened so fast but my outing, it felt like it was like 10 minutes long. Um, but I, I went five innings and got the win. So our next question was, you made your debut in that game. You pitched five innings and earned the win. But the question is, what did it feel like pitching that atmosphere at Coors Field against the Rockies in that game? What did it really feel like? Oh, it was great. Um, got to face some really, really good players. And uh, Todd Helton, Carlos Gonzalez, Troy Tulowitzki, um, Seth Smith was on that roster, just to name a few. But, um, you know, when, when, for example, I still remember when Troy Tulowitzki stepped up to the plate and, and the stadium erupted when he came up to the box because he's like the guy, he's the hitter. And uh, they started chanting um, like that. And everyone goes, too low. And it like echoed around the whole stadium. It was like super loud. And like I felt the energy from the fans. And uh, it, it kind of, like, heightened my awareness of everything at the time. I, like, really focused on, all right, I want to get their, their guy out. I want to quiet the, the uh, fans. So I know my at-bats against uh, Troy, I really, like, focused even more so than on the other players because I felt like he was he was their guy, and I wanted to get him out. And you said Seth Smith. You actually had your first strikeout against him. So what was it like striking him out? No, it was, it was great. Uh, really, really good hitter. He's got some serious power, so um, got ahead in the count and uh, was able to use my secondary pitches to get him to chase and, uh, you know, got him to swing and miss. So, um, moving on, you were actually traded to the Astros later on. So, like, can you describe what it was like being part of a trade, like the calls and stuff, like switching cities? Like, what was that kind of like? Yeah, so I was, I was working out at a um, local gym in my hometown. And I'd never been traded before, so I didn't know what the process was like. And I was in the middle of, of sets working out. I was doing some ab stuff, I forgot. And then I was like, a, a random number that I didn't have in my phone, and I answered it. And it was the general manager of Padres, 
um, Josh Burns, and he just thanked me for everything I've done for the team, and uh, he wishes me all the best in Houston. Um, and that was that. And then a few minutes after that, I got a phone call from uh, the assistant general manager for the Astros, which was David Stearns at the time, who is now the general manager of the Brewers. And he welcomed me aboard and uh, just let me know that the traveling secretary was going to get in contact with me and, and kind of get things arranged and uh, get me taken care of. But they're really happy to have me uh, in Houston. So, throughout the next few seasons going up to this past year, you play on teams such as the Texas Rangers, you play in Japan for a bit, and then you play on Chicago Cubs. So, what did you learn switching from team to team and playing in a whole different country? That was the best thing for my career was playing in Japan. And I say that because it gave me opportunity to go and, and pitch consistently at a high level. And not only that, I really figured out what works for me, and then I had success which led to confidence. And then when I came back to the States, it just carried on over. And uh, ever since I went to Japan, I feel like I've become a, a better pitcher. So um, recently, this past offseason, um, you were re-signed with the Mariners, but then you were designated for assignment and signed off by the Blue Jays. So like, can you describe to us kind of like what the process of the waivers is like? So as a player, sometimes you already know you're on waivers. Uh, and that was kind of a situation for me. I had a, had a good season, and out of nowhere, I kind of unexpectedly uh, found out that I was on waivers and that another team had claimed me, uh, which basically means um, if a team doesn't want to offer you a contract, um, you have to go through a 72-hour window where any other team can basically take you, but they would take on your, um, your contract. And that's what uh, Toronto did. So, our last regular question before we do some rapid fire questions, which we just ask you stuff for the viewers to get to know you, is what's your favorite thing about, what was like your reaction to baseball coming back? I was really excited. You know, being in quarantine for three and a half months, I love being with my family, but I miss competing and being with, with the guys out in the field. So now we're going to hit you with some um, rapid-fire questions, like we just said, kind of just some get-to-know-you questions a little bit for the listeners. Yeah, let's do it. First one, um, do you have a favorite, like, non-baseball team and player, like not baseball, like any other sport? I do watch NFL and NBA, and uh, I've been a big fan of watching um, Giannis with the Bucks play, just, just his talent. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I love him. He's amazing. Yeah. He's really good. I see you have a Memphis Grizzlies jersey on. I'm sorry. Right. I'm not really a Memphis Grizzlies fan. I'm more of just I'm more of just like a John Morant fan because I, I just love the NBA. So I'm a huge like sports fan, and John Morant's like really good. So. <laughs> so our next question is: What's your favorite food to eat? Steak and pasta. Either one. I love steak. It's it's nice. <laughs> it's good. Okay, so um, do you have a favorite movie you've ever watched? I have a few. Probably one of my all-time favorite movies is Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Same. Do you have a favorite sport movie? Favorite sport movie? Um, yeah, I, I really like um, The Natural. Old baseball movie. It's one of yeah. my favorites with Hobbs. 
Um, our next question is, what's your next, like, best sport outside of baseball? My next best sport? Yeah, or like your favorite sport. basketball in high school, so uh, maybe, I would say basketball. I like, um, shooting. I'm, a, I'm, da- that's probably been my best thing in basketball. I'm a, I'm a sharpshooter on my basketball team. I can see that. But, um, moving on, um, like, do you have a favorite hobby outside of baseball? Favorite hobby? Yeah. I love to fish. I love bass fishing. Uh, so if I ever have some downtime, uh, I'll try to set up a fishing tour or a fishing charter trip if, if the weather cooperates. You have a good last name to go fishing because your your last name is a fish. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> um. So our next question is: What's your like favorite moment so far in your career? What's it been? My favorite moment is is winning the. Um, 2016 Nippon Championship, which is equivalent to winning the World Series here. Um, got a chance to play with Shohei Otani, was on my team. And um, his talent, he's probably probably the best player I've ever seen or played with. So, um, like, what do you think, what do you enjoy most about playing in the pros, kind of? Best thing about playing the pros, I guess playing baseball for a living is pretty cool. Uh, not many people get to do it, so I'm very grateful and humble uh, to be less than the one percent of the entire world to play major league baseball. And then also, I love to travel, so being able to see all the different cities is is really cool. And our last question of this great interview is, what's what are you most excited to do once COVID's all over and everything's back to normal, really? When COVID's all done, um, just to get back to the normalcy, being able to go places and not have to worry about the virus, um, just not to have your mask on everywhere and take the uh, extra precautions to make sure that you're doing everything safe. So just get back to normalcy, get this world back to just being happy and not so stressed or worried. Well, it's great baseball's back and... Since um, you're now on the Blue Jays, Jake's a Yankees fan, so we'll probably see you a little bit this year. Cause of probably, yeah. So, good, good rivalry. <laughs> that's about to wrap up our interview and podcast episode, so thanks so much again, Anthony, for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And to our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID-19 relief. Watch the link is in our bottom Instagram at thiswish. And please comment, follow, and drop a like on our podcast and on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. Thanks a lot, Anthony, and have a great day. Stay safe. Thank you both, Jakes. Appreciate it. Had fun. Yeah, excited to see baseball back. And this episode will probably be released in a week or so. So, cool. Um, Keep we'll it safe. And let's Thank you. See you in the next one. Peace. See you guys.